0: We're all here for one reason, and that one reason is to get down to some real house music. Are you... Heard? Just say yes, and we'll move on.
1: (laughs) Yes.
2: Sherm, start the show.
1: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to a new episode of Sherm in the Booth. This is episode fourteen i I'm, of course, your host, Sherm, and thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. Got a lot to catch up on here this episode, but I'm going to kick it off with a Twitter request for episode 14. This one comes from at P.E. Roar. She requests Motez, the vibe in the Sonny Federa remix. Paige, great choice. I will definitely honor this request. Enjoy, guys.
2: Party all night. party all night. Party all night, baby We can do this on and on We do this on and on We keep going on and on Party all night, baby We can do this on and on We're moving on and on We keep going on and on Party all night, baby We can do this on and on We do this on and on We keep going on and on Party all night, baby Keep going on and on Keep going on
1: just got back from cross last week took me about 4 or 5 days to get over the hangover but i think it's the traveling back and forth that really kills you anyway another incredible time i mean this festival is so well run it is such an amazing lineup every time it's so unique like going into this one was a lot different than the one i went to in the fall because honestly there was a lot more names that i didn't know so i was way more excited to like see some dj's discover them a little more and i absolutely did I will say there were some acts that I was a little underwhelmed by, Duke Dumont being the first one. Now, Duke Dumont, every time I've seen him, it's always an awesome set. At a festival like Cross where it's like, you know, pretty specific crowd, like we're all there for the underground house scene, like if you take a look at the lineup, you know, it's not as big a names, but he kind of went the wrong direction. I think everyone was looking for something different. I still thought it was a great set, but we all wanted something a little bit different than Duke. Maybe a little bit more upbeat. He went deep, which we respected, but it was like, eh, same too too much. Giraffage, very underwhelming. It was like they turned it down during his set or something like that. I couldn't even dance. We were kind of just chilling there, drinking a beer. But I will say, um, some underdogs. Heidi, I don't know if you've ever heard. Very tech house, awesome, she's a visa underground type shit. Miha absolutely murdered it. We all were looking forward to this set. I didn't know what to expect i knew she was i was gonna go pretty underground pretty dark pretty tech but she was testing the speakers and it was so dope now i gotta say this too flume i went in with open mind because i was like look i've never seen him flume said i like his tracks like he's an incredible producer i mean he's grammy award winner So I respected that, but that dude's set was sick. He dropped RL Grime in the middle of it, and the cross crowd was like, "Uh, uh, you know, like we didn't know what to do. But incredible, so much more respect for that guy now. Thanks to that set he played. up it's not my guilty pleasure but i just want to say something real quick about it the act by camel fat now i heard this track came out in 2014 i'm pretty sure sometime over the summer and that was really kind of when i was just kind of getting into house music like you know exploring different genres of edm it was one of those days where i was like is this camel fat by the act or the act by camel fat and my friends are like dude you're a fucking idiot listen to camel fat and i was like Oh shit! These guys are awesome, and if you know anything about these either specifically, and if you've been listening to Sherman the Booth, I've dropped probably in between five and seven other tracks. Incredible producers, but this track really maintains the foundation of house, which is just groove and vibe. Enjoy if you haven't ever heard it before; you're gonna love it
0: ba 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 ba
1: I do agree with it, but it's how I feel about it. And when I say feel, I mean how house music makes me feel. It makes me groove and it makes me vibe. And to be able to share that with other people is the best part about it. That specific type of music to me, not only just DJing it, but also sharing it with others. So when I went to Cross last weekend, one of our friends who is from Indiana, he just happened to be there the same weekend. He's a country boy and he likes, I, I God, I can't even name a country artist off the top of my head. Uh, I was gonna say Tom Petty. That's literally how fucking bad I am at this <laughs> Anyway, he was like sure. I'm like should we come? I was like dude absolutely like I know you don't even know one DJ here He was like I know flume. I was like whatever <laughs> you're coming we're gonna, we're gonna see him at the end of the night. He was like alright I'll go so we bring him along he brings his girlfriend who's in the same situation. She didn't really know what to expect They go in and immediately they're just like wow like, this is not, like, anything I've ever been to. And I was like, come on, we're going to go to this artist. We're going to this, this, this. And they loved it. They were, like, enjoying themselves. Like, I didn't even have to be like, you know, are you guys having a good time or anything like that? And they were like, they literally would come up to me and be like, wow, this is so cool. I'm like, yeah, like, what are you guys enjoying about it? And they're like, just being able to dance to it consistently. And I'm like, yeah, that's the best part, right? And they're like, yes, like, he was like, country concerts, like, honestly i'm too drunk i'm like yeah that happens at a country concert i guess and his girlfriend was like yeah like i mean even underground scene like i've been to a club and shit but it's just like pop and like i just feel like i'm not in the zone i'm just there to be there but this i feel like i'm part of something and i thought that was so cool that they said that because that's not what the usual person would think they're gonna get you know what i mean they go into some type of new experience like uh i don't know what i'm gonna understand i don't know what's gonna happen but house music does provide that Don't forget to get your tickets to my booze cruise on April 15th. Prices are going to be going up soon. Make sure you use promo code SHERM for a 25% discount. All the links are on my Facebook page. movie buff and I usually wait to see the big ones until after the Golden Globes and the Oscars just because honestly I think a lot of movies that get even nominated like that are just social media and Hollywood stunts just to make people more famous for absolutely no reason even if it's good or bad but think what you want on that anyway I watched Manchester by the Sea and one gotta say definitely the saddest movie I've ever seen in my life Two, Casey Affleck absolutely deserved the Oscar for best actor because I literally felt like I was watching a real life person, like their life was crumbling to the ground. And I was like, oh my God, what can I do to help this poor guy? Like, holy shit, he didn't deserve this life. But that just goes to show he was that good. Hacksaw Ridge, I hate you, Mel Gibson, you're directing, but still a very good movie.
0: And the bundle, the bundle, Baby, I'm faded. All I wanna do is take you down, down, baby, 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 baby. 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 baby.
1: superhero movie fan my favorite one of all time has got to be the original spider-man um it's the only good movie that toby mcguire acts in to be honest with you i think he's a god-awful actor but i have a special connection with that movie saw it when i was young uh the mary j kiss
0: scene
1: (laughs) just kidding (laughs) anyway so i've noticed like a lot over the past year too like netflix has their own versions of these marvel characters i mean you go to talk about the extent that they take some of these movies i mean I think they made seven Spider-Mans, but I haven't watched past the third. But I got to say, like, they honestly are getting a lot better. I really like the Avengers. I thought that was sick. I'm a huge Iron Man fan as well. But I'm curious to know, what's your guys' favorite superhero movie? Tweet at me, add Sherman the booth. Is it Marvel? Is it DC? Are you Batman? Are you Superman? Let me know. I want to know what my listeners like. every episode my guilty pleasure selects episode 14 i got a classic r&b hit here for you cassie's me and you man this is just an instant one for me guys it's just a go-to i love r&b especially house remixes of course i know every single word to this track i think you guys do too come on everybody likes this one Enjoy guys. waiting for you to tell me you were ready. I know what to do. If only you would love me. As as cool with it, I'll treat you right. Here is where you want I'll
2: Know them other guys, they've been talking 'bout the way I do what I do. They heard I was good, they wanna see if it's true. They know you're the one I wanna give it to. I can see you want me too. It was me and me Now, I've been waiting, waiting. Think I'm gonna make the move now. Baby, tell me if you like it. Tell
0: me if you like it. now. I've been waiting, waiting. Think I'm gonna make the move now. Just waiting for you to tell me you're ready. I know what to do if only you would let me. As long as you're cool with it, I'll treat you right. Here is where you wanna be. I know you are the Be, I know the mother God
1: rather. Got another good one for you. I am just full of them. I know you don't have to tell me something I don't already know. (laughs) Anyway guys, so would you rather have binoculars for eyes? Okay, so you don't actually have binoculars attached to your face, but you see like you're looking through binoculars. So close range is going to be an absolute nightmare for you. I don't know if you've ever seen the videos like that. It's an old video of like these Asians playing soccer with binoculars on. It is fucking hilarious now that I'm thinking about it, but imagine that life or You have springs attached to your feet. And I'm just talking about, like, you know, springs that you step and It's like, oh, whoa. No, it's, oh, whoa. Okay? So very serious on both ends. I'm going to take the springs. I just can't do the binoculars. Like, I, I just can't. I just cannot. You know, most of the things you do in life, it's close to you what am I going to do everything from super far away very stressful life springs obviously cannot live indoors once again a lot of my would you rather is involved not being able to live inside anymore but I love that I'm going to take the springs just because I think it's going to be more fun life I mean I don't know what sort of profession I'm going to take on something involved with Red Bull stunts but I want to know what you guys think tweet at me at Sherman the booth binoculars for eyes or springs attached to your feet
0: i will never love you like I a... can. never love you like a can, can, can. will never love you like a can, can, can.
1: About and in, in the booth for a while is the evolution of rap in my eyes since I've been alive, not over the course of time. I've watched a few documentaries, um, you know, HBO, Netflix, evolution of rap, influences, all that good shit. I respect the game, but it's really, really sad where rap's at right now. Like, don't get me wrong, like, I will go hard to Molly Percocet or whatever the fuck that song is called but I don't listen to that consistently like when I was growing up um, I grew up in the 90s so like it was you know like the heat of Biggie and Tupac and I was more of a Biggie guy I don't think that was the real shit those are the lyrics that you can sing with the whole group everybody knows party and bullshit that was like me and my friend's high school song The Tories B.I.G. party and bullshit I mean how cool is that these days it's like What are these kids even listening to? What are, I can't even understand what they're saying. I mean, I literally feel like an old person. I'm like, I I don't understand one word this guy said. Like, yeah, Metro Boominon on production is fucking incredible producers. But like, people are really, really losing sight of where rap needs to go. Okay, don't get me wrong, there's the J. Coles. Obviously, there's like the m and you know, I mean, Kendrick Lamar, all those talented guys. I'm a big fan of Logic, personally, but there aren't enough of those guys. You know, there's the role models in rap like Jay-Z and Kanye, um, but there's too many of these fucking scrubs that get played on the radio and get played at the clubs and shit, and I just do not understand why. I'm hoping here in the next year or two that it will really do another full-on cycle. Kind of like what's going on with electronic music right now. I've talked about it in the booth before, um, how Big Room has really taken a side step to, uh, I guess, house music in general. I mean, if you look at big artists like Steve Aoki and stuff, he can't really make those bangers anymore because no one really wants to hear it, Steve. You know, we want to hear more chill stuff. I like Kygo. I like house music. I like, uh, I hate to say it again, Chainsmokers. But, you know, people are getting sick of the same old, same old. And I think that's going to happen with rap again. That is it for episode 14 of Sherm in the Booth. I am, of course, your host, Sherm, and thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget, In the Booth is available on SoundCloud and iTunes podcast. And also, don't forget, guys, I take requests for the show. Just make sure to tweet at me, at Sherm the Booth. I will honor any and all requests. Looking forward to the next episode, guys. Got some new guest mixes, interviews coming up soon. I'll catch up with you in two weeks.